there are broadly four kinds of suffering. Mischance is when stuff just happens. It could happen to anyone, any time, and it could have been me, and it seems random and unjust, although it happens to everyone in the end. Muddle is when stuff happens, but in truth the sufferer was idle or careless, and could have helped themselves or alleviated the problem. Malice is when stuff happens because of genuine malevolence, whether cruelty, the deliberate infliction of harm, or selfishness, the casual infliction of harm, while seeking some other goal. This makes us angry because it's no accident. Finally, there's martyrdom, which the victim knew was likely or even probable, but they went ahead with their endeavour undaunted, because it was so important it was worth the cost. Thus the four types of suffering are mischance, muddle, malice and martyrdom. The justice system is not a way of addressing suffering, and those who turn to it expecting otherwise are invariably disappointed. But it can be a preliminary to, to addressing suffering, if it succeeds in isolating those parts that are characterised by genuine malice. In the catalogue of events that can lead to the death of an unarmed African-American man at the hands of the police, some of the details are due to muddle. American police are often not well trained and quick to turn to violent forms of intervention or restraint, rather than de-escalate tension in better ways. But sometimes muddle hides genuine malice, and criminal charges are appropriate when the intention has been to identify a person of particular race and cause serious injury or death. The lacrimosa in the traditional Requiem Mass is part of the distinctive Idies Irae sequence that follows the Kyrie. It concerns the Day of Judgment and what happens when a person guilty of inflicting suffering on others stands before the judgment seat of God.
Not all suffering is due to malice. Sometimes it's simply mischance. The work of aid organisations in the developing world becomes complicated when it starts out as addressing mischance and ends up encountering muddle and malice. Then it starts to become controversial because many donors and others want to believe poverty is all about mischance and don't want to become embroiled in addressing malice. Others believe all suffering must be malice and have a perpetrator. In his 1993 composition Beauty for Brokenness, Graham Kendrick celebrates the 25th anniversary of the charity Tear Fund by offering helpful examples of all of the first three kinds of suffering and then clearly identifying Christ's presence in each one. The church at the centre of the conflict in Washington DC in recent days has been St John's Lafayette Square, where the basement was damaged in protests and outside which President Trump stood notoriously holding a Bible aloft. A few years ago I preached in St John's and was accompanied by the choir of St Martin in the Fields, who sang Amazing Grace that day. The arrangement was also used for Obama's second inauguration prayer service there. The church sits right beside the White House. The juxtaposition suggests that government and prayer are two ways of addressing suffering, one with the best powers of human imagination 
the other in the perspective of God. In the end, for all the value of human endeavour, only God's gracious judgment will bring suffering to an end.